everybody's like, Hey, you just had COVID take it easy. I'm like, I, 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 I should, but it's not, it's not how my schedule works. That, that would be it's July and August. man. I already lost 10% of my weekends. <laughs> I had tightly scheduled. I can't move that to 20%. I know. Somebody today was like, man, you're lucky. You're always so busy. And I'm like, ah, there's some weekends I would like to chill. Yeah. <laughs> the knife cuts both ways. Right. All right. Real quick before we start, like the bar I go to, right? Like Emily's like, I see her Saturday before we go to the wedding for a beer. And she's like, hey, good news. You like cornhole, right? I fucking love cornhole. She goes, we're starting a cornhole league. You in? I go, no. She's like, well, <laughs> Absolutely guess, not. Just a quick <laughs> no. I, 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 I know I'm already booked. I don't, she's like, I didn't even tell you what day of the week it is. I go, I know. I know. But trust me, <laughs> I'm booked. <laughs> good for you, Ted. <laughs> right. Way to stand up for yourself, man. <laughs> Setting boundaries. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's get it going. Today, you are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the Ted's. Starring the Ted. Start. The. Uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the podcast. I'll be the host of the here, this here podcast, he says, the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, I can't see him, but I believe he's back in Washington State. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Boys, I'm just feeling grateful to be back in the great state of Washington, especially in the July, August, September window. I love it here. I've been seeing a lot of friends and uh, obviously catch up with my parents and hang with my family. So, yeah, feeling grateful, feeling good, and I'm excited to be here. Let's do it. All right, back up there in the top left corner today, getting the studio all set up. MCTP, Matt Connor, the producer. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. Good to see you. Uh, I don't know what part we're going to leave in or not leave in. I did not go to the Brody Nation Music Festival. I already was booked up. But if you went out there, hope you had a good time. Thanks again to Morgan for coming on. Uh, yeah, even my buddy Will texted me, and he's like, that sounds really fun. I want to go to that. I was like, oh, you got to move out here. Dude, that thing is fun. Also, I want to make one quick uh, asterisk side note it the like things are so good that ted is no longer chasing tail tail is chasing ted <laughs> just want to get that out there general comment it's a good summer <laughs> voice let's go <laughs> true or false ted smith true or false oh i'll tell you what i mean true true or false i went to nordstrom rack this morning bought some shorts and i was like oh these are short true <laughs> yep, let's go. See, now all of a sudden, now Ted is the snow bunny that people are chasing after the rare commodity. You love to see it. You'd love, like, dude, COVID, people were down bad. And now nobody, like, here's the thing everybody wants to rise like a phoenix, but no one wants to set their old life on fire to get there. Look at Ted Smith now. Three weeks ago, the man was locked up on the couch with COVID. Now he's back, baby, getting chased by all the tail in the Northwest. Hell yeah. <laughs> Cobb, also uh, somebody I work with went to high school with you, and they stopped me today. They go, "Hey, does does Aaron's popcorn shop sponsor your soccer team?" And I was like, "Well, yeah." And she's like, "God, that guy's always doing something." I remember uh, smoking hookah at the Cobra Lounge. I was like, "Yep, he's on it." <laughs> You're like, "Oh, are you talking about ownership?" <laughs> the team. <laughs> I don't. I want to be referred to as ownership or management. Okay, I don't use my name anymore. <laughs> right. Let's get into pub league a little bit. So uh, I should say also thanks to uh, Phil and Tara. I went to their wedding reception Saturday. Oh, before I get to that, I had to run up north to Northgate, right? So Cobb, I almost texted you, but like I forgot. Saturday was also Kenny Chesney at Lumen Field. Oh my God! It's all right. I'm in a relationship. Oh, I know. But they were st- there. This train on the light rail was just packed i mean so many attractive women. like there was a couple in front of me walking on the light right and i just go she's all done up i just go you guys going to kenny chesney and they're like yeah like how'd you know and i go well you both look great and you're holding a ginger beer so i assume there's miniatures in your pockets and they're and the, the dude's like yeah man that's exactly what it is and i was like yeah i know the game like she's wearing knee-high boots and a white button-up shirt like 
she's going to Kenny Chesney. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, especially in Seattle. It's like, it stands out for sure. That's rad. I, I, you know what's hot room. to me? God, I shouldn't even say this, but what's hot to me, the white cowboy boots. That was like a look for a while in Austin. I see it at K- very rarely in Seattle. I'm like, I don't know what it is, but just it's hot. Yeah, and like, look, Cobb and I always tell the story about tailgating Kenny Chesney. But besides the fact there's beautiful women everywhere, like people are just excited and ready to have fun. Like the lady next to me on the train had to be in her 60s. And she was like, so why aren't you going to the concert? I'm like, ah, I got to go to this wedding reception. And she's like, just blow it off. <laughs> wow. She, you see, Ted's being chased. Even she was looking to take a stab. Damn, Ted. <laughs> I was like, damn. Even this lady's like, they won't mind. They won't even miss you. And I was like, they probably wouldn't have, but like, uh, like they're, they're good friends. I had to show up to her, but I was like, man, can't believe I'm getting the hard press from this lady. Dude, grandma hitting you with the, the offer. I love it. I mean, that was thinly veiled at best. Oh yeah. Come to this country concert with me. <laughs> She's the like, fish are jumping in the boat, boys. <laughs> All we need is a goddamn net. <laughs> Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Ted, that's a skill that neither you or I developed over our past 10 years of trying to talk to women. <laughs> no, right. And when I got off in Capitol Hill, I literally stood up and went, I think I'm the only person not going to the concert, huh? And everybody's like, yeah, man, what are you doing? And I was like, all right. And I was the only person that got off the light rail. Uh, <laughs> it was shoulder to shoulder. Everybody was going to Kenny Chesney. <laughs> shoulder to shoulder, sexy jean shorts and cowboy boots. I, God, I wouldn't have been able to pull myself off that train. It, dude, it was tough. The only thing that helped is I had been running around all day. So I was like, like, I'm sweaty again. Like I need to clean up and everything. But the wedding reception actually was a ton of fun. Like we timed it. We showed up a little bit late, timed it out. Perfect. We, we didn't see the wedding. All we saw was the speeches, uh, like cake cutting. And then it was like, move upstairs. Like the DJ is going to start playing. Let's start getting cocktails. And I was like, all right, in. It's uh, honestly amazing. <laughs> right? I do like that me and Sean and Joe took a picture, right? Because they're both in suits. Like I look good. I'm wearing like jeans and a button up and a blazer. And I was like, oh, let's get a picture of us. Like looking cool. And then our buddy, Justin Barnes had the best comment on Instagram. He goes, you look like three guys that definitely drive Sebring convertibles. <laughs> 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 I was like, he's a wow. smart ass, but he's right. <laughs> ratioed. You got ratioed, dude. Wow. <laughs> That'll bring you back to Earth quickly. It will. Also, <laughs> we were talking about this on the men's room, and like, like weddings are a little easier because it's like poppy music and I'm in dress shoes, but like, man, I like dancing. Like it's fun. And like, you know, like I was saying, like, I still got Party in the USA stuck in my head, you know, banging out Miley Cyrus. But like, I danced for like 10, 15 minutes, go outside and then some banger come on. And I just like, sorry, I'll be back. And then uh, yeah. I'll say this before we got on the cast with this one couple. I started BSing with them and they were like, I was like, ah, sorry, man, I'm a little sweaty right now. And they're like, oh, we were watching you for 20 minutes. Like you were crushing it out there. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Dude, isn't that such a good feel? And you get like the endorphins rolling and stuff too. I'm with you, man. I love dancing. And I feel like, uh, I don't know. I feel like we should do more of it. You know, you just, I can see you. T- I, I feel like you've been on one this summer in general, but I'm not shocked to hear about you thriving at a wedding, Ted. Gotta be honest. Yeah. Well, that's something too about dancing. Like I can move my hips a little bit, but like, even if people aren't good dancers, like if you're just having fun, like I, nobody's going to make fun of you. Dude, it's like karaoke. Number one is like coming out with enthusiasm. I feel like that'll carry you through about 80%, 20% technical skill level. And maybe an additional 10% that doesn't exist in 100% of just what I would broadly categorize as flair, which can be outfit, it can be facial expressions, could be creativity, such as fishing or shopping in a mall. A lot of options out there. <laughs> the, only, the only bad thing about my dancing I've been accused of is I tend to dance in a box. Like get the get the shoulders yep. going. It's all like right there. <laughs> Classic white guy. <laughs> uh, all right. So we got to talk about. So Sunday I get up. It's pub league semifinals and final. Show up first of all was good. We had a full squad out there. 
Uh, Cobb wasn't in town, but Rowan, the other uh, like co-owner of Cobb's Popcorn, ownership of the uh, Corner Kick Murphys, Rowan showed up with Gatorades and bags full of popcorn. So The executive team has got your back, man. Well, the funny thing is, too, is like, like I mean, but you guys are like, yeah, whatever, man. It's popcorn. You want some popcorn? Like, take some. But people are so timid. And like, I had to be like, no, seriously. Like, he brought all this popcorn for everybody to take. And then like, People from other teams are like, can we have some? We're like, yes, you can have some. <laughs> Dude, it's like that meme where they like release the butterfly. Like, is this whatever? They're like, are we sponsored? Like, is this what sponsorship feels like? That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I was, I was, I was all ready to score some goals, but uh, you know, our coach had me playing in the back. I basically, Kav, I for this team, I turned into this the defensive stopper. Like if a ball gets anywhere near our, our back third, it's just like, Ted, just go over and freaking clear that thing. Like I, Kyle, you'll appreciate this. In the first half, I even, I even uh, used a header for a clearance. Like, it, I, it dude, like, that's, yeah, that's like a serious technical level. I, uh, you know, we're not like the, the owner of the Oakland Raiders. Like I don't call in to the coach and tell him how to do his job and ask for the long ball. We hire a coach, we let him play out the season and he knows that, you know, his job's on the line. We need some hardware. And every player on the team knows that. I feel like we're open about that policy. We're honest about it. We're going to give you all the tools, all the traits that we can to get you there, all the coaching, all the trainers. But at the end of the day, you know, hardware wins championships. It does. All right. So in the second half, right, I talked to, like, uh, my friend Katie that's on the team. I said, Katie, you're playing left wing. How about for a shift or two we switch? Like, you play left back, I'll play left wing. She's like, all right, my buddy Alok's playing uh center mid so like and don't get me wrong i'm a little tired i'm a little hungover but the three of us are just playing a perfect little triangle and just like keeping it away and finally another guy i know from the other team just runs in the middle and boots it and goes i'm tired of this triangle bullshit and i look wow. at him, i go you know what the triangle finally just clicked in my head now four years or five years of playing like that's why we're doing it just to annoy the crap out of the other team and play keep away yeah, and then you can move the ball at will. You can kill time. I mean, that's that's the whole game. It's like off-ball movement is all about getting back into a triangle so they always have two options. That's awesome, dude. That's like a, honestly kind of a little breakthrough in terms of soccer. Yeah, it was for me too. I was like, oh, yeah, this is the point of it. Yeah, uh, like when you're the person with the ball and you have two passing options, you have all the freedom in the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I sometimes on defense, I get caught on a goal kick because like, Nobody, nobody kind of comes back and it's like, all right, I either got to boot this halfway down the field or try to dribble around this person, which yeah, more from the best dribbler. Yeah. And that's kind of their job is to open up, get into open space. That's what, then once you've had that happen to you, I feel like that's when you realize that you got to be that for other people. And so then your movement off the ball increases, you know, like then you're, you're showing. Yeah. Nice dude. See progress. We need you to peak at the right time. All right, so we lose the first game, and then we're going to play in the consolation game. So we, we, which we did win, so we still came in third. But I've got to talk about my buddy Sean. Sean has never played soccer in his life. He's sitting there. He's hanging out with Rowan. He, he may or may not have had a couple pops, but in the <laughs> second game, you know, and he's just chirping, having fun. But I'm like, hey man, why don't you play in this half? Like it's a consolation match. It doesn't matter. And he's like, ah, I would. I don't have any boots. And I mean, like clockwork. My buddy Paul's like, what size do you wear? He's like 12. He's like, yeah, I'll get you an extra pair. And he's like, why don't I have socks or shinnies? And our other coach, JP, is like, I got a fresh pair of socks and a pair of shinnies for you right here. <laughs> so, like, like, he still could have backed out, but he manned up. Uh, I'll say personed up. And uh, <laughs> wow. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> he gets in there and he had arguably the greatest eight minutes I've seen in a long time. So the the shifts are only four-minute shifts, right? Our boy plays two shifts, gets an assist, and a yellow card. What? Oh, my God. Dude, (laughs) an assist and a yellow. That's – wow. So he's like kind of a fire star, like a catalyst type player. Like he's a guy you put in late in the game if you need something to happen, break up a tie. (laughs) Right. 
except he was completely exhausted and then just laid on the ground after a second shift, which I kind of forget. Like, and you guys, everything you do athletic wise is different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like even if you took a boxer and had him do jujitsu, like he's going to be winning because it's just different. So like, I'm giving him a hard time. And then I would say to my other friend, I go, Oh yeah, I forget. Like I do this every Sunday. Like he's not used to this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Matt then, knows a little something credit. about cross training. The, the oh. foul was clean. It just isn't allowed in pub league in the classic division. And, <laughs> and we were chirping them. I mean, me and Rowan from the sideline are like, get there, Sean, get him. He chases it all the way down the field in our box. It just steps over and hits the ball. And they both fall to the ground. And even the ref like was laughing. He's like, dude, it's pub league. I got to give you a yellow. But like, I like the effort. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. <laughs> wow, nice work, Sean. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, just because this stuff only happens to us. So after Public, <clears throat> we always go over to the Atlantic Crossing, me and a group of us, and like have a couple beverages. So Rowan happens to be friends with somebody who actually plays for the Sounders. And he shows up, and Sean starts chirping him. He's like, Oh, I played oh my God. He goes, I played eight minutes today. You play 90 minutes, but you mainly just stand around. I was like, oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and my other buddy's girlfriend is like, wait a minute. I knew you were on the radio. Do you hang out with other famous people all the time? I was like, hey, hang on. It's Rowan's buddy. It just happens that he has a Sunday off. He lives in the neighborhood. But I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. And they're like, holy cow. It was, it was kind of funny, too, is at the end, they're like, can we get a picture? And he's like, sure. And somebody was like, right, he's like, is that all right? Or, you know, Sean was like, that's cool, right? I was like, oh, yeah, he doesn't mind. He was more than happy to just hang out with, like, normal dudes chirping. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's always, like, a weird dichotomy, I feel like, when you're, like, uh, around someone who's sort of, like, locally known, like, not that big. And then, like, at the end of, like, an otherwise normal hangout, you're like, hey, man, can I get some evidence of this, though? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and and i mean it's through the ecs almost everybody in our public is a massive sounders fan so i didn't blame them at all they were like is it gonna be weird i was like no man he's cool like he's sitting here taking s from me like i think he'll take a picture with you probably just outside the uh bar because i don't know if he's supposed to be in here that's awesome yeah i know who you're talking about he's been getting some playing time too yeah for sure and a super nice dude he's also a professional athlete so that was the other thing somebody's like he's so good looking i'm like yeah, his whole job is to be ripped. <laughs> yeah, he he has like professional genes. <laughs> like honestly, I feel like sometimes, like when you walk by someone, like you can almost tell they're a celebrity. You don't even know who they are. You're just like that person. Just their energy. They just feel like a celebrity. They're just like there's like a aura around them. You know, I don't know what that is, but I just yeah, I ran into a celebrity in Austin. I just like I knew without knowing who it was. You know, I'm like that person just feels famous. Yeah, I think the easiest one sometimes is like football players. You know what I mean? Like if you're on the east side at a random bar or something, like a Monday evening or Tuesday evening, and some massive dude walks in and like, you're just like, could he be a Seahawk? And it's like, yeah, when you see an NFL football player, like it's pretty obvious they're NFL football players. Yeah, if he's 6'6", dripping in platinum in in downtown Bellevue at Earl's, yeah, that's a a defensive (laughs) end right there. That's funny that you laugh at that because I also feel like that's the one place I've seen Seahawks like 20 times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, pretty proud. I finally won an award, boys. Oh, what? Uh, He's holding it up right now. So for people who can't see, the Bob Davis Spirit of Pub League Award, Ted Smith for the Corner Kick Murphys, Emerald City Supporters. Wait, the Spirit of Pub League? That's like league-wide? Like That's kind of like a league-wide MVP, but of personality. Correct. Yeah. Every, every team gets a nominee and I won. And at this point we're at hell bent, they've been sponsoring a league for years. You know, I've had a few cocktails. So I was just like, yes, I finally won something. I've never won a cup. I was like, I finally win an award. Spirit of public. Dude, that's actually awesome. You should frame that thing. Honestly, even if it's just an expensive frame, put that thing up. Man. <laughs> that actually is pretty cool. Seriously. <laughs> I was so excited. Uh, but yeah, Wait, so are you, are you going to, is it, is this making it on the wall or at least the fridge? You know what? The fridge is legit. I have so many framed pictures. I have never hung. Yeah. Get that thing up there, man. <laughs> you deserve it. You earned it. 
but yeah, uh, super good weekend. Obviously, you could tell like the sun came out. I was putting on suntan lotion. So like, I don't feel like I got burned, but I definitely got some good sun. So it's like it's summertime in Seattle, boys. I mean, it is 80 some degrees, 65 at night. And then uh, next week when we all see each other at Meltdown, it's going to be warm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's on. It's really nice. I've been spending a lot of time outside. Yeah, Meltdown, I think, is going to be warm. I'm pumped for that. And killer lineup. I'll tell you what, man. I like Grizz is going to be awesome on Saturday, but Travis Thompson's right before him. I can't wait to see him in person. Yes, dude. I've only seen him once. His first ever tour date with Macklemore, and it was he he brings it. Yeah, big Travis Thompson fan. I forgot he was going to be there. Yeah, I thought he was Friday night. Then I was like, oh, he's the lead in to Grizz. I'm like, that's wow. I mean, as the kids would say, it's going to be Liddy. (laughs) (laughs) Brass against. Guys, we can't, you can't miss brass against either of you two. I forget. I didn't, I didn't study the the schedule well enough yet, but uh, yeah, they're, they're like the one that I'm probably most excited about. And they do a bunch of like rage against the machine and tool covers with a full on horn section, full on brass section. Uh, And they have originals too, but like, yeah, they, they're going to be a lot of fun, but I think they're, they're going to be the last last band on the garden stage one of the nights maybe friday so right. yeah it'll, it'll be like dope. a great time of the night <laughs> i'm excited <laughs> for their slot i know i gotta be careful i've run some fridays into saturday mornings and then been hurting on the river on saturday <sighs> oh yeah because traditionally right, it it's like saturday nights like the stay up night and i'm like ah sometimes those fridays get away from you yeah <laughs> They do. Yeah, Friday can get a little bit frisky. I've had a Thursday get away from me. Hey, do you guys know what the theme is, actually? Saturday night is uh, Forest Creatures. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't want to say what uh, what I'm dressing as, but I already have a small squad of uh, people dressed the same. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I also realized... I bought a shirt off Amazon. And I was like, this shirt's unbelievable. And our buddy, the mayor, sent me a picture today. And he's like, this, sh-. I was like, oh, damn it. You already have that shirt? So I guess we'll be twinsies on Friday night. Wait, did he, uh, did he send the same thing to you where he was like, which shirt should I pick for my deposition today? Yeah, okay. So when I yeah. left to go to work this morning, that shirt was outside of my hallway. It just showed up. I didn't realize he had one. Wow. You know, that's so funny because he and I also bought similar mirrored gold disco ball helmets for scooters <laughs> <laughs> also like i've gone through this with with like like my cricket jerseys right like i wear like a large or an X, X, xl and a t-shirt but like asian cut is a little different so i'll get like a double x it's still a little tight i bought a new light up jacket that's double x and it's like oh my god it doesn't even fit like it's too big no, it's too small. I was like, damn. Dude, sizes are getting crazy right now. I don't I'll know what's going it. on, but I'm with you. My helmets are way off, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, Matt. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, well, I'm going to bring it with me. Somebody can wear it. I, I called dibs for the record. We, we got witnesses that heard it, I think, there. <laughs> I wasn't loud, but if you play it back, I said, I'll, I'll do it. I'll take it. Well, I have another light-up jacket to bring. It's just that one's a little more like a hoodie that's a little warmer. This one is straight up just like a white windbreaker that has like lights in it. So like it's ideal for summertime uh, festivals. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Now Matt has the gift that I don't know which I owe you a gift from. I'm sure I owe you a gift from something though. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to swoop in and take that off your hands, Ted. That's what friends are for sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. All right. I don't want to talk too much about meltdowns. I know next week it's going to be all we freaking talk about, probably. Uh, let's see. I do have to mention the Mariners are on fucking fire. Yeah. Really? Who What did they win? 14 or 15 in a row before the All Star break? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just remember Julio hit like 80 homers in, in the derby yesterday. Like, that's all I can think about. Right. So then Julio goes off last night. And it's just like, 
Like literally, like I tried to buy tickets for Friday night. The game's already sold out. Really? T-Mobile is sold out for the first game back after the All-Star break. Like that's what I'm saying, Cobb. Like I hope they keep it going. But the town right now, the town has Mariners fever. Wow, dude. Well, I'll say this. You know, I talk a lot of S about the Mariners over the years because they've clearly broken my heart many times by a quick start to the season. But I will be the first man back on that bandwagon if they make the playoffs. I'll tell you right now. I'm not not embarrassed to say it. And I feel like, you know, that's I mentioned earlier, but I'm I like the Pete Carroll philosophy. Peak at the right time. Regular season wins don't do it for me. I like a team that makes a run in the playoffs. So, you know, that's that's my two cents, and it's worth about as much as you paid for it. Yeah. Well, and that's I mean, trust me, the the Sounders do it often. They're doing it again this summer. Like they just suck right now. But Smets usually has them peaking around late August into the fall when you get into playoffs. Yep. Peak at the right time, baby. Peak at the right time. And and you know what? Actually, okay, I'll say this. Ted, you know, you had COVID twice. The season was kind of like we had a long winter. It was wet for a long time. And there wasn't really a lot of dating to be had at that time, a lot of mating to be had at that time. It was a late spring. Now, look at you. You're tanned. You're bronzed. There are fish are jumping in the boat. Peak at the right time. Hashtag Ted Smith. Let's go. <laughs> Did you love for real, though? That beard looks great. <laughs> oh, you know what? Finally, a couple of weeks ago, I went to a goddamn barber shop for the first time in two years and was she was I was like, you just got to clean me up. Like, I've been trying to do it at home, but like it was decent. But I was like, she was like, I got gotcha. you. And then she was like, yeah. yeah, coincidence, coincidence said, I think not. You're a handsome man, but you're hiding it under, a, you know, a ragged beard some of the time. I like this new and improved Ted Smith peak at the right time. <laughs> I will say, though. One thing I'm not peeking on is uh, COVID kind of whooped my butt. Matt, oh, I yeah. lost, somehow in like a month, I lost like 30 pounds off of off my bench. <laughs> like, off your bench? Yeah. Like Osiris was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, 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 I'm not. I was like, I don't know how to explain this. Like, I am so winded and like, we, we got to take some weight off. And he was like, you were repping this for 12, like a month ago. I was like, I, 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 I know. I was like, I'm struggling down here. Like, I'm getting out like six. Like, we got to back some weight off. That that was one thing that kind of caught me off guard. Wow. I'd be curious to see how fast it comes back. That's usually, you know, to me, a little bit more telling. Um, wild stuff happens. You know, I, the longer I've been a trainer, the more I'm like, damn, people are wild. You know, but like... <laughs> The body adapts and it adapts back and it's like, you know, it's, it's so, you know, I'd, I'd just be curious to see how quickly you get it back, but yeah, it sounds, sounds wild, but yeah, this COVID thing is definitely, definitely pretty wild. So um, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about that other than, yeah, you'll be back there sooner than you realize. Oh yeah. But you know me, I didn't miss a beat. He's like, you got this. I was like, yeah, man, it's, it's fine put the weight on and then like around number six he was like oh i actually have to help you and i was like yes yeah i take it back i I love the confidence just load those plates i mean it's basically what it was i've missed it in here man it's good to be back Uh, (laughs) it's like take those plates take that extra plate (laughs) i was on the couch thinking about this moment Damn, man. <laughs> Dude, I mean, the steel never lies, right? It doesn't, man. I mean, that's the, and people are like, oh, you're pretty sick. Like, you might be a little weaker. And I was like, nah, it's fine. Everybody's like, take it easy. I'm like, negative test. Let's go throw, let's go pump some weights. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I think that's all I had to bring up on the first part of it. Cobb, you're in, how long are you in town for? Well, Ted, as you know, uh, I never like to reveal my location or whereabouts or my travel plans, but um, I... Uh, Trust me, I know that all too well. I, somebody was asking me this weekend, and they were like, I thought you guys are really good friends. I was like, we are. I have no f***ing idea when he's in town or when he's out of town. <laughs> yeah, Ted, and that's what's crazy about that is you're one of the closest people in the world to me, and I cherish our friendship more than anything. But yeah, I move in silence, dude. Back alleys. Ted Smith knows this about me. I'm like an agent out there, but employed by no one. Free agent. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, I'm going to be here. So I only bought a one-way ticket as usual. Um, and, uh, I think I told you guys at some point when I was, I, I flew back 
flew over to Iowa or flew into Omaha, drove into Iowa. It's actually pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, yeah, now I'm back at Seattle. I should be here at least through August 2nd because I have a doctor's appointment that day. Not going to say what doctor, move in silence. But, uh, and then I'm, I'm probably going to either stay here through the burn or go back to Austin for a week or two and then come back. But I'm, I'm kind of liking the Seattle vibe right now. I may just ride it out. So I might just be here through, you know, until after, after Burning Man. Because, Ted, I haven't even gotten to see you yet. I've been back for, for two weeks. You know, we've both been busy. But there's a lot of people I want to see and spend time with. And, you know, y'all are both on that list. So, well. I don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but Cobb's Popcorn is already committed to sponsoring the uh, jerseys again next in the fall session. So you should stick around at least to like early September to see, see your club in action. Dude, that, see, that's all right. Wait, so, okay. Do you guys do two seasons a year? Yeah, this, this one was kind of late. Usually spring sessions over like mid June. We were just really late this year because there was a bunch of COVID in the winter. So we okay. kind of pushed it back, but then yeah, we, we just had signups going, and then I want to say we start the weekend after uh, Labor Day. I'm just trying to work this into the budget. Also, um, what <laughs> like how how does the league treat things like bounties? <laughs> I, I don't want to know. I, I don't I, I don't ask. I don't know. Wow. Okay. Because uh, you know, not me, obviously, but there's been some talk of things like that happening. You know. I just, I'd like some hardware. That's all I'm saying. And, uh, you know, nothing will stop me from getting there. (laughs) (laughs) I will say this. The blue team, because, you know, like they were the best team in our league and they won, like, they won the championship, like 3-0 or something. But our team really came together nicely. Like, you know, it was like, honestly, like the last two games we played, even though we lost the first one, like those are the best games we've played all season. So, like, at the end, People are learning and doing what they're supposed to. So that, that, that was, that was a good sign. We were all pretty pumped about that. Yeah. Don't worry, dude. We're making off season moves. We're trying to secure you a, uh, a backup goalie, Joe group. Oh man. I should have said last name. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other problem is there's so few goalies in our league that like, he's a hot commodity. He was up there for the of the year. I can't, I don't think he won though. Wow. Dude, we'll pay top dollar. We got, you know, I mean, it's, I don't want to brag, but uh, it's been a busy popcorn season, boys. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back after this busy popcorn season. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, as always, to our sponsors. Uh, when you make an Ivy League choice this year, make the correct one, not brown. Nope. <laughs> All right, God, we got some emails. Oh yeah. Uh, we got, um, we got two. Uh, let me make sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, regarding floss on a now long ago podcast, I used floss to pick primarily, which helps me. Wait, what? Uh, hold on. I gotta make sense of this. Oh, okay. We were talking about floss versus water picks a a long time back. Y'all remember this? Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, Regarding floss on a now long ago podcast, I used floss pick primarily, uh, which, Helps me keep consistent with flossing. Hang on. God damn it. I knew this would happen. You called it, dude. I know. Literally during emails. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hold on. No, no, no. Go ahead. You're you're back now. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I can always switch to the backup system. All right. Uh, I use floss pick primarily, which helps me. Uh, keep consistent with flossing. I was looking into water picks to reduce all the plastic from the picks. Uh, my dentist at my last visit said water picks are all right, but that friction from floss really helps cut down the plaque. More recently, uh, the sharing of stuff relates to me. I don't usually like borrowing anyone else's stuff and would prefer to have my own uh, uh, utilities, I think. Uh, Northern Eastern descent and grew up here in Washington. All, all right. right. I, yeah, I would say use those floss picks, get that momentum, and then eventually you'll make the switch to regular floss. I did it, you know, it, it can take a little bit, a little while, but, you know, if you're getting in the habit of flossing, I think it's worth it. Yeah, and never forget, you know, you could floss in regular life too. Buy some jewelry. <laughs> hey, guys. Borrow a, 
watch. <laughs> yeah, borrow a watch from your friends and then flex it at a wedding to try to get chicks. That's uh, that's really what Ted's trying to say. I forgot that story was on the break. <laughs> oh, dude, we can just leave that in, man. That was cold. Um, hey, guys, I'm lazy and took forever to email, but you had a week off and uh, cobbless week, so it kind of worked out. To the question, what skill would you download? I'd be ta- uh, I'd take being able to speak Chinese. Not only would it probably be extremely useful in my professional life, but it's also stupid hard to learn because of the tones and whatnot. I did all right in Japanese, but goddamn, Chinese is another uh, galaxy of difficulty. And then they go and have multiple major variants like Mandarin, Cantonese too. They call them dialects, but that's really stretching the definition. Also, there was talk of using the phrase big whatever, like when you guys were talking about uh, big, big chicken. Uh, because of the podcast, I do that all the time. One of my favorites is when I'm talking about presidential business interests and drop how they made Jimmy Carter sell his peanut farm because I guess they were worried about big peanut influencing policy. Usually gets a laugh. Anyway, I love the show and hope it continues for many years to come. I don't know when I started listening, but it was probably in the single digits. Cheers, Chris. Damn. Awesome. I love when they Myster- just throw that in there. Mysteriously, a different name appeal appears on this person's uh, email. So, Ooh. possibly an alias voice. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. <clears throat> I like an alias. Love it. Okay, Chris. <laughs> God damn it. We were joking around Saturday. Somebody said something funny. I was like, that sounds like a good nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Wish people would call me that. <laughs> uh, Cobb, I can't see you. Did you say we only had two? I did. <laughs> and we did and we did i did and we did <laughs> all right well let's check in with what's happening hey, what's good what's happening uh before we get to what's happening hey, hey what's good what's happening check out what's happening hey, hey what's good what's happening uh before we get to what's happening hey, hey what's good what's happening check out with what's happening uh yeah i heard Actually, the weekend itself, I think, I don't know if I did a damn thing. We went out to Palm Springs for dinner, went back to iHeart Mac and Cheese. Cobb, you weren't here last week, but you've been to Palm Springs enough. Uh, for like the last year, there was that iHeart Mac and Cheese place that said, coming soon. Well, they finally opened, and it's amazing. So we returned there. But other than that, just laid low this weekend, watched the open. Um, you know you what? Know. I watched some of that Sunday morning for public. Okay. Yeah. That was a, it was fun. You know, would like to see Rory hold on like pretty much everyone else watching, but you know, good for Cam Smith. Uh, as long as he doesn't sign with live. I mean, if he does, I can't fault him personally. It seems like a cool guy, but he already said like, I have more than enough money for playing this silly game. So, you know, if you turn your back on the PGA tour to go sign for a hundred mil, like, you know, Hey, you, you went back on your word. Like everyone else that's signing for these insane amounts of money whatever like <laughs> yeah i mean again i just can't i can't fault people we're gonna pay you a boatload of money work less and i get the whole argument about stuff but it's like right but like people bitch about china but buy china products all the time and this and that so i'm just like i i at this mm-hmm. point like i i'm with those guys like if you're gonna offer me crazy amounts of money to work less like i'm gonna take it Did that you could also the- be a negotiating strategy that's a good point, right? Never never leave a job till you have another one. We want to talk about a negotiating strategy. Did you guys hear uh, about how shortly after Biden's meeting with uh, MBS over there to talk about getting these oil prices down, uh, the DOJ decided to launch an antitrust investigation on the PGA Tour as a nonprofit? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's something too. The PGA Tour has a lot to do with this and like, has tried to pay as less least amount they can. It's like, all right, well, you can't be upset now. Oh, I'm having so much fun with all of it, the drama. It's been, I mean, yeah, it's hilarious to me. So, um, yeah, the Open was fun. It was, you know, everything you love about the game. Uh, none of this craziness. But like I said, I'm, I'm along for the ride on it. You know, uh, this live drama and all the F1 drama just really fuels my weeks in between. <laughs> what I do like it's so fun so um yeah I've been you know trying to uh you know in, enjoy the the chaos as it were um I 
might have mentioned, I kind of made a friend down here. So I, I had a lot of fun joking about how I don't have any friends down here. But one of the guys I met playing golf, we like orchestrated coming to play a follow-up round of golf here um, on Thursday. That was a lot of fun because, uh, yeah, I mean, he's um, he's never played here before. It's my home course. So it's like, hey, and my advice was helping him. He actually played really well. He doesn't know how hard this course is. Um, but he played, But he beat me. You know, and I was the one telling him what to do, but it was fun. You know, he's, uh, we had a lot of fun. Um, and then we had lunch today, uh, and I got a bee sting on the way back as that sucked, but you know, I'm fine now. Um, I got, I got stung by a bee in early June. Dude, right on the back of my neck, like right on my spine. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I got stung. I got stung on my hand. But, like, as soon as he stung me, I took out the stinger. But then, like, the Uber pulled up. And, like, my buddy's, like, I'm just kind of sitting there. And he's, like, you okay? And I'm, like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm in a lot of pain right now. And he's, like, what? I'm, like, I just got stung. And he's, like, you're not allergic, are you? I was, like, oh, we're going to find out by the time we get to the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time to separate the wheat from the chef. <laughs> right. Dude. So, I got That's stung awesome. once, once as a kid. And my mom was, like, you had an allergic reaction. You're allergic to bee stings. And I was like, I got stung again a couple of years back. And I was like, turns out I'm not allergic. Thank goodness. I was up in the mountains. Would not have been great. Uh, so um, then uh, today is like on my neck. And then I was like, damn, dude. And I, but I started panicking in my and I was like, I think I think my neck's starting to swell. And I realized I was just tensing up and I needed to relax and take some breaths. And then I was fine. Uh, but <laughs> it's like you eat that edible that's way too strong and you're like am i dying like hang uh, on hang uh, on I, I think my airway is constricting like i can uh, feel every drop of blood pumping through my body it's like right, i'm contracting a lot of my muscles in that region <laughs> um yeah and so uh came home uh had tyler take the stinger out because i didn't want to like back behind your head i want to like break have it break off you know it's just like all right whatever so she she looked that up and then i got the new iced tea book split decision um i love nice. iced tea i love reading about his uh life um i read his other book and this one's about it's him and one of his friends that he used to do uh robberies with um which he's spoke openly about and you know his buddy wound up doing 35 years in prison or something, you know, and ice tea went on to be ice tea over the last 35 years. And it's just kind of this like interweaving of their stories is pretty cool, but it's also like ice tea trying to get his homie that's out of prison, some legitimate income as well. Right. By telling his story. Yeah. And so it's, it's a cool, he's always been very adamant about trying to, to help his, you know, his boys from back in the day up out of the life of the streets and, you know, give them, give them some legitimate uh, hustle opportunities. And so I thought it was cool, but also some of those stories are just so wild. And they're like, no, I mean, after a while, we just, we didn't want to make a scene. So we would just kind of calmly be like, tell the employees, like, could you please back away? We're going to, we're going to smash this case and take the uh, Rolexes in there. And we don't want to get glass on you. Like we're just real calm, you know. We got, we, and I was like, "What the?" They're like, "We didn't have guns back then. We didn't need all these like young kids started showing up with guns and kind of like taking the the skill out of it." You know what I mean? And I'm like, "Damn, dude, that's crazy." And yeah, in his old book, you know, that was the same thing. Like they weren't all about guns on the streets. It was about like who's the biggest, baddest dude, and you better you know be on your bench and and be the the biggest baddest dude physically because it wasn't so much about everybody's got a gun it was like if we throw down you know who's the toughest who's the biggest and that's who kind of runs the block and that's why bodybuilding you know and working out was just a huge part of the culture so all of the woods yeah yeah it's 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 wild stuff i think ice tea's the man i love body count and you know he just always has a real ass perspective and you can see where it comes from but you know even even back then, he was like, he was about his business, 
Uh, you know, it's, well, it's crazy too. Is like some dudes just are good at fighting. And I don't know if it's a mentality or they're just tougher or they just don't care. But like, like I, I had some like cousins. I guess they're second cousins that lived like they lived in College Park, just like on like just like across the way on on over uh, uh, Rhode Island Avenue. But like, yeah, like they had a neighbor, and like he didn't go to high school with us or nothing. But like, he was a skinny. I mean, if you looked at him, like just regular skinny white dude, but he could fight and he scared the crap out of people. Like people were like, uh-huh. you know that guy? It's like, yeah, man. Like he was always cool with us. But like, I mean, he, he scared people. I have no idea what happened to that dude. But like, right. He was, I don't know how to explain it. Like he didn't have guns. He didn't have not. He was just a tough dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty wild to think about, you know, obviously, you know, it is kind of funny reading about that. And I'm in Palm Springs, like, but I just, I don't know. I get fired up. Like, he had a, you know, obviously he had a rough upbringing, but like both his parents died by the time he was like eight. He lived in New Jersey and got shipped out to LA to live with his aunt that didn't want him living with her. And just like, you know, had to figure it out going to, you know, growing up in Crenshaw, but, and yeah. He did. And then, you know, just became this really like nuanced dude that's taught me a lot about, you know, I would say, um, you know, institutional racism would be the easiest way to put it. Like he's very well spoken and well read. And, you know, his uh, the way he delivers it, I've always thought is really cool. So um, that book's called Split Decision. It's Ice-T and his buddy whose name I can't think of right now, but yeah, check it out. It's a real page turn. I think I, I like iced the beast thing and got through 50 pages. <laughs> <laughs> I one. like that. Got a beast yeah. in. You know what? I'm going to read this book. All right, 50 pages of Ice T's early years. Hell yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh. All right. Well, I guess it's about that time. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. All right, boys. I I just got to ask you straight up from the beginning. Do you guys want the dirty one or the clean one this week? What are you asking me for? Make it dirty. Okay, boys. So, you know, to be honest with you, I I don't really care which TV series you think has the catchiest theme song. But what I want to know this week is, all right, so Ted, you were talking about all these women on the light rail. Well, we were talking about it. We were discussing right. the beautiful women who attend country concerts, which, God damn, am I a fan of. Uh, but those women don't necessarily, you, you guys are familiar with the term, she belongs to the streets, correct? I know Ted is. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So those women, I wouldn't say just based on their outfits, you know, it's that, that, that's not necessarily the indicator we're looking for here. But what, in your humble opinion, tells you, oh, wow, like I... I don't know why I was like getting involved or thinking I should go for this. Like she belongs to the streets. What telltale signs are there that she belongs to the streets? Feel free to email us literally the word email at the Send us whatever you want. Just make us laugh. I enjoy the email. So anyway, uh, Ted, I can, I just, okay. So I can see Ted's face on zoom, but he can't see mine. And I see him just deep in thought. And I just watched him go down a path from his youth. Like you just watched him flip through the mental Rolodex of 20 years of college park living. Yeah. Anyway, what do you got boys? I mean, I have definitely had the, uh, like we've been hanging out for like a month, maybe two, like meet the family and then been like the next time we hang out, like, uh, are we moving too fast? Like, uh, I, I don't know. It wasn't my family. We met <laughs> like, like red flag. <laughs> nice dude. Oh, it's your, your family. <laughs> right. I was like, well, are we moving too fast? Like, I, I don't know. I was chill. Like I, it's fine. But like, all right. Then it's like, like in retrospect, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was gonna end soon. Yeah, she belongs to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, any telltale signs? Uh man, no. I'm trying to think once you just the way you're talking about it, I started thinking about Baltimore. And I mean, you know, there was an interesting type out there for me, which was like, well. They were 
they were open about the fact that they were in another like I couldn't tell that they were in a in another polyamorous relationship intentionally, but they were so open with me about it that I was led to believe that it was an open situation because they're that open about it with me. Like what they didn't even try and keep it from me. Like two different occasions, Ted. Uh, I was just like, all right, well, I guess this is just how people roll out here. And I was like, is this a Baltimore thing? Is this a Parkville thing? Is this a Hartford road? Is this an East coast thing? So I don't know, you know, who those those girls in Parkville belong to, but you know, I had my good time as a resident there. But it turns out she belongs to the streets. Both of them, apparently. <laughs> One of them yeah. with yeah. my roommate a couple months later. I the streets. I'm. I've been in that spot, and it's just like I don't care. It's just odd because like now we're all hanging out. I'm like, wait a minute. Am I supposed to hit on you now that he's here too? <laughs> Or no, are we keeping this part a secret? Like, I am so confused. Yeah, Ted, that was a setup for a fantasy. That's what that was. Okay, so, that, was a, that was a hot dog cookout waiting to happen. Here's the deal, guys. <laughs> Just I'm going to last. Yeah. She belongs in the streets, bro. Don't go falling in love. <laughs> she came out. We, we had a little, she came out. She recognized my roommate. Oh, hey, what's up? And I was like, oh, boy, what did I get myself into, right? And then he leaves, uh, or she leaves, and he's like, no, it's cool. I'm friends with her husband. And then I was like, oh, that doesn't make me feel. And he's like, no, dude, don't worry about it. And then a couple weeks later, she was in his room, my roommate's room. And I was like, dude, what is going on with you people? Belongs to the streets. (laughs) That's a telltale sign. She belongs to the streets, bro. Don't go falling in love. All right, let's uh, just end it there. <laughs> she does belong to the maybe, maybe, maybe I belong to the streets. I don't know. Wow, <laughs> dude, you might. Wow, <laughs> that feels right. I hate to say it, but that feels right, Ted Smith. You just, dude, think about it. You just, you go, you hit the gym hard with Osiris. You're growing a beard. Like you might belong to the streets. <laughs> hey, man, they raised me. I'm gonna stay in them. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. All right. right. For MCTP, for Com, I'm Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.